Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. have in my possession the key to our new place oh shoot right i'm so happy for you all i'm gonna try to build a silver doorknob so you can utilize it as well oh amazing yeah nice do not let it tarnish you do not want to know where it takes you when it tarnishes. (laughs) (laughs) the way you said i have the key to our new place Mm. i imagined it as like a fantasy key. Like, <laughs> it was, like, made out of, like, twisted branches that, like, <laughs> held, like, these stones in it. And then I realized it's it's probably just, like, a metal key for an office. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I thought it was going to be much more metaphysical. Like, I thought it was going to be like, I have the key <laughs> to eternal happiness. <laughs> it's like, no, and you don't. <laughs> I forgot, I've forgotten it. <laughs> oh, no. And I've destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Sunday, four days from now... If you're listening, the day this comes out, we've got our bake sale. We've got our long stream day over at twitch.tv slash the crit show. We talked about it just briefly two weeks ago, but we've got the schedule laid out for it now. Kim, why don't you let us know what the schedule of events are? So everything starts at 12 p.m. Eastern time. That's 9 a.m. if you're on the West Coast like me. And all of these games are going to be for one hour. So starting at 12 o'clock, we're going to be doing Mario Kart with all of us. From 1 to 2 will be Left for Dead with myself, Megan, Rev, and Tass. From 2 to 3 will be The Long Dark with Jake. From 3 to 4, we are returning to Sea of Thieves with uh, Jake, myself, Rev, and Tass. It's been a long time since we played Sea of Thieves. It has. Yeah. I don't think we've done it since Talk Like a Pirate Day. From four to five, Megan and I will 
try again with Cuphead. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is our time. That Candy Queen is going down. Or did we beat her? I think we I, beat her. Actually, I think we beat Candy I think Queen. You beat her. Actually. Yeah. From five to six, the boys will be playing Call of Duty Warzone. From six to seven, Jake, myself, Megan, and Rev will all be playing something called Barbecue Simulator The Squad. (laughs) Yes. No idea what it is. Very excited about it. Love barbecues. From seven to eight, Megan and I will be playing Overcooked 2. From eight to nine... Jake and I will be doing some Red Dead Redemption online. A nice cowboy hour. (laughs) Nice. Excited about it. And from 9 to 10, we are closing out our bake sale with all of us playing Jackbox. Excellent. And at the beginning of every hour, we're going to be doing a giveaway. We have got a handful of prizes, a few digital, a few physical, and we'll be picking those winners from the Twitch chat. Uh, So if you're coming in and out, um, you don't have to be there all day for the opportunity to win something. So come hang out as we celebrate this moving into our new space and try to raise uh, a little funds to furnish it and make it a kind of a kick-ass space. I'm so excited to decorate this office. Yeah. Lava lamps everywhere. Yeah, she's going full Spencer's gifts. <laughs> I'm getting beadbag chairs. It's going to be... It's going to be great. There's going to be a blow-up doll in the corner always. Oh, no. our, <laughs> our office is actually a, a empty Spencer's gift. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so convenient. The entire budget is going to lava lamps. We're going to have all of our t-shirts hung up on one side, all of the vibrators on the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to vaguely smell like pot, but not like enough pot to get us in trouble. No, not- that's the difference. It's not just going to be vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's gifts smells like nobody's actively using it in the store, but everybody in the store was a minute ago, Mm. and this is going to be pretty active. And is trying to cover it up with incense. (laughs) I can't wait to figure out all of the posters we're going to have on that like flip-through rack at the very back corner. Oh, and the blacklight ones. Yeah. Not on the walls, just in the flip-through rack. (laughs) A nice blacklight Verkalakis. Oh, yes. A real trippy Trog poster. I like the idea that we take a break to, from working and we just go stand at the just, <laughs> at the wall of posters and just flip, flip through, through it. Them. <laughs> uh, and I do just want to make sure that everyone was listening at the beginning of this when Rev started is, you know, what we said was come hang out with us. That isn't a request. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you there. <laughs> yes. We will be taking attendance. <laughs> I've been studying my technomancy, and I will manipulate your devices no matter where you are or what you are doing. They will show our Twitch. Uh, And as this is the beginning of the month, not the true beginning of the month, last week's intro was kind of long, and so this got left out. But I do want to take a moment to thank all of the people who joined our Patreon in the month of December. Jeffrey Byrne, Rasmus DeLaRue, FireCop890, Aaron Bowman, Logan Moore, Keeper Dace, Ed Johnson, Chandler Ingram, Kristen Cross, Asterios Kokonos, Beth Crane, Keith Kiefer, Ravenheart, Elora, Richard Lyons Alvarez, Hawk Bory, Jade, Amanda Neff, and Todd Ransom. I wonder how much it is <laughs> to get him back. <laughs> <laughs> he paid us the Todd Ransom. <laughs> uh, so thank you to everyone who joined us in the month of December, and thank you to everyone who joins us every month. If you are interested in getting in on the t-shirt cycle or the swag cycle, just a reminder that that is going to be digital for this first, not quarter, trimester. Yep. Yep, that'll <laughs> not do. quarter, but anyway. In, in the incubation of the swag cycle. 
<laughs> just a reminder that that's going to be digital uh, in this first chunk of time. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, yeah, if you would like to get in on either of those, this is the month to sign up to make sure you receive that uh, when they release at the end of the cycle. Uh, I think with that, it's time to let the recap roll. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Doctor, I, I need a favor from you. A part in the movie once I get funding. No, I need you to set up a meeting for uh, myself and Kim, the leader of the House of Strom, with your boss, Aiden. And I would just love if that could happen first thing tomorrow morning. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, and um, as you're looking over that schedule, do keep in mind the secret I keep for you that keeps you out of hot water with the very two people we're referring to. Oh, do you know? Something just opened up. We'll see both of you tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'd like to go back to the church and talk to Kit and see if I can uh, find something useful. Definitely want to call Damien at some point during the day and see if he has time to meet up and talk. You dial his number and there is no answer. And after three rings, it goes to that this number is no longer in service sound. Oh, shit. Okay. One of my let it out is to summon my dark patron's attention directly to my location. As you try to draw Damien's attention here, there is a burst of brimstone and clattering to the ground comes the steering wheel and the broken axle of Damien's car as well as his tattered jacket and broken sunglasses. What the fuck? What did you just try to do? I have a connection to him. He's he's my, like, patron. He gave me my ability, so I have a way to force him to be here, and... Oh, God. I pick up his jacket and keys. The jacket and the keys are both a little misshapen, and you can tell that it is from, oddly enough, fire damage, that they seem to have been melted a little bit. I, I don't know what this means. I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, I could look into it for you. I think it's it's best that we know, right? I guess, if God, if there's any way that he... I, I don't know. Maybe. Again, oracles and uncertainty. Uh, and my eyes go white. And I would like to use eye-all-seeing. All right, mark corruption and take your harm. What happened to Damien? As you ask this question into the air, you get a very clear vision of Damien driving down a Chicago street. The music is playing in his car. The window is down. And he's singing along to the song playing on the radio. And as he turns a corner, there is a shadowy figure standing in the road, hovering maybe two feet above the ground. And as he drives towards it, it flies in his direction with a single outstretched hand. It passes through the hood and the windshield, and the car is unaffected as if the figure isn't really there. Its outstretched hand touches Damien's chest, and the light in his eyes goes out. The car swerves off the road into a building and bursts into flames. Taz, I'm so sorry. Damien is dead. How? The wraith, the thing that Father Ohana can turn into, that can kill with a single touch, it found him. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. We'll just have to fix it. We're going to fix a lot of stuff. Yes, we are. I put on his coat and stalk towards the door. Where are you going? I gotta go talk to a horse. As Tass exits the subterranean lair, we cut over to Jake having arrived at the castle with James in tow. I want us to rendezvous with uh, Grandpire. Vampire. Thank you. 
All right. Um, our whole plan's popping off in the morning. So in all likelihood, we will be making a very hasty retreat out through here. So James will hand the uh, item off to you to get it scanned real quick, and then we'll be out the door. Is there anything kind of last minute? I know you guys in the past have brainstormed and come up with some stuff. I think we talked about all that, but is there anything you guys have got in mind still? No, I think everything that we have to offer will be of benefit where you're going, not necessarily with what you're doing with your remaining time here. Do you have any sense of what time you might be here? I just, I want to make sure that I'm up and, and ready if hell is chasing you. Well, our meeting is set for 10 a.m. And if we're not here by 2 p.m., everything has gone terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. So could be 10.05, could be 11. Gone wrong how? Well, this world's Nash is coming into town tomorrow afternoon, which is why we've got to get this done before that. Is there any kind of contingency if things go poorly should i i mean my arrival in town would make quite a distraction if something was going wrong on your end and i don't just mean my appearance but the metaphysical effect on the world that would occur maybe three o'clock if you're not here by then come flying up to chicago and let all hell rain loose yeah that's certainly not a bad idea well i mean i, I actually it's a pretty bad idea but a less bad idea than just dying outright. All right. So James will be here ready to scan the last artifact a few minutes after 10. And if it gets three o'clock and we haven't heard from you, I will make a trip to Chicago and perhaps the world-destroying effects of my presence around myself will aid you in some way, uh, help you escape from whatever situation you may have gotten into. And if it does, it will never have happened. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, well, we're all dead anyway. So I believe that's what they call a Hail Mary. I knew you were a religious man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go say goodbye to the kid, and then uh, I'm going to head back. So I'll see you guys in the morning. All right. All right. I'm going to head up to Danny's room. All right. You head over to Danny's room. She is sitting on the ground reading a book. Hey, kid. She looks up, and her eyes grow big, and she flutters over to you and hugs you. How's it been going here? She signs good. Good. Um, Me and some of my friends... You, you met some of them. Uh, we'll probably be passing by here in a rush in the morning, but that'll probably be the last that, that you and I see of each other. So I just wanted to uh, take a minute to say bye and let you know that it's it's been real fun. I had a lot of fun getting to look after you and getting to know you, and uh, I'm glad that we could reunite you with Mother and everything. She looks at the ground for a moment and then signs, where are you going? Uh, back home. It's It's kind of hard to explain, but that's the simplest way I can put it. She signs, Mother has doorways that lead everywhere. Can I come? I'll miss you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll miss you too. Um, you, can't, you can't come. I'm sorry. I, I wish you could, but that's not really how this works. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to see Mother again, and maybe I can pass along a message that you can get a little bit later. Again, she looks at the ground thinking, and then she signs, is it a dangerous place? Yeah. Yeah. It's a super dangerous place. She slowly nods in acceptance and then reaches into the pocket of her gingham dress and she holds her hand out to you with it closed. I'll hold out a hand, palm up. She opens it and into your hand falls a single jack. What's this for? She holds her left hand up to her forehead in a fist with a thumb out and touches her thumb to her forehead and then raises her right hand with a thumb extended in a fist as well. 
and touches the front of the left thumb to the back of the right thumb and then touches the thumb to her chest to remember me. Uh, thanks. I'm not, I'm not planning on forgetting you. And she hugs you again. I give her a big squeeze, uh, and then I head back to the 606. It's hard not to cry. I know. As Jake releases the teleportation spell and snaps back to Grandpa Tincher's subterranean lair, we find Megan crying in the <laughs> No. <laughs> as Jake snaps back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. We find Megan walking into the fourth Presbyterian church. Yeah, I'm heading inside and I'm looking for Kit. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. As you walk in, you notice that this place is very crowded. Again, you had moved everybody from all of the other safe houses to these three locations. Uh, but you can see Kit in the far corner near the shooting range as he watches a group of people uh, taking shots with various rifles. Hey, Kit, can I uh, can I talk to you real quick in the back? Oh, sure. Uh, and I'll head back to Fiona's office. Yeah, he joins you. I'm gearing up for kind of an important uh mission that i i have to do here and i think there's a good chance that i might have to utilize some smoke bombs or something do we have anything on hand in our equipment that might help me see through that uh yeah just give me a second here and he heads back out into the main room and starts digging through some shelves and you can kind of hear him call out over the din of the people talking and the firearms going off and you can't make out what he says and he holds up a hand and flashes like five two one trying to get a sense of how many you need Uh, I hold up four fingers. He comes back a couple moments later, and he's got four sets of goggles bundled in a little knapsack. Thanks so much. Uh, I really, I really appreciate it. Uh, It seems to be going well here. Yeah, it's actually kind of nice. I thought it was good having everyone spread out over the city made us safer, but having everyone in these three spaces, the camaraderie it's built has been really nice. People training each other on things that we didn't necessarily know that they were good at, and seems like it's strengthening a lot of our weaknesses. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you're the last of humanity, that's a pretty good incentive to stick together and learn from each other. Yeah. Um, well, I I need to get going, but I I just wanted to say thanks. You really you really have done something amazing here, and I know I'm supposed to be in charge, but I'm so thankful to have had you here through all of this to help all of these people and to help me. It's really been something amazing, Kit. <laughs> And you should be proud. This isn't one of those, you're not planning to come back from admissions, is it? 
I mean, I'm always planning on coming back, you know, but uh, this time we'll see. You need backup? I think I've got all the backup I can have in this one, unfortunately. Well, good luck. Thanks. You too. And as Megan makes her way through the crowd of the Fourth Presbyterian Church, we find Tass staring at a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for this dialogue. <laughs> Um, so are there people around? Like, is this a situation where I, like, am in after the show kind of thing and and able to kind of get close like I had originally? Yeah, I think it's like the last time that you were here that you, you know, you come in basically between performances and it comes up near the, uh, the gate when it sees you. But, like, you're still inside of the performance ring, um, but it makes its way over to you the way that it did prior. Hey, um, good to see you again. Figured you'd have scrammed by now. And I'm just kind of glancing at the gates and and around the place in general. As you say this to Sweet Vendetta, you know, previously when you talked to Sweet Vendetta, tried to get ideas across to him, it was sending memories. And you know that he was seeing those memories or at least getting the feelings from them. This is the first time you get something in return. You get that childlike glee of having snuck out and made it back in multiple times. <laughs> that full light glee. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I think I'm kind of doing a little mix here of like I'm talking my thoughts out, but I'm still trying to send the emotion and the idea behind what I'm hoping for the way that I had before. And I think it's, I think it's pretty raw right now with what I've just learned. There's kind of an urgency that I might not even be intending exactly. Mm because just images of that wreckage keep flashing in my head whether I mean it to or not. So um, I was hoping maybe I could get your help with something. Um, it is a little dangerous, but hopefully would be quick. There's something we want to do. I would love help distracting some guards. <laughs> and it's the sort of thing where I fully expect that if you say yes, that if you feel like you're in danger, you can just get out of there and go. But it would help good people with something important. You get a memory of a sun rising, going across the sky, and then setting. And when you look at Sweet Vendetta, his head is just kind of cocked slightly to the side, inquisitively. It would be early tomorrow. I would hope that you would meet us somewhere and we could um, make use of some portals to get to where we're going. It's urgent. So, yeah, it would be first thing tomorrow. <laughs> Sweet Vendetta snorts and stamps its hoof a single time, and you get another image in your head of a park that you drove past to get here, maybe half a mile, and there is a deep cluster of trees next to a very large pile of rocks. Yeah, okay, good spot. Um, thank you. It means a lot. As you are saying this to Sweet Vendetta and your voice is kind of shaking with these words, you feel something nudge your elbow. I think I'm startled. And look. It is the Pegasus Princess Souffle. And she is nuzzling at your arm. And as you turn and look at her, one of the wings folds out and comes across your back almost in a hug. Oh, hi. Yeah, uh, thank you. Um, I think I stick around for a little bit. I've brought a pocket full of sugar cubes and just... Kind of uh, try to relax and keep vibing with these magic horses for a bit. All right, so I think we find all four of you back in the subterranean lair. It's about three o'clock in the afternoon. 
Is there anything else you all want to do today? At some point when I can steal a moment, I want to pocket the um, the device that activates the orbital strike. Oh, okay. Just in case. It seems like somebody should have it on their person, and at least I can just kind of vanish from where I am. So Okay. So are you taking the case? Are you taking the gun and the batteries? Are you taking the gun with the batteries in it? I'm taking the gun and the batteries. Okay. In two different pockets. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of if you put them in the same pocket, it might somehow arm itself with the batteries. The way I roll. (laughs) (laughs) It just falls just right and it pushes the the batteries. It somehow pushes the batteries in and then also flips the switch to armed. Also depresses the trigger. If a pair of headphones can get tangled the way they do in a pocket, I suppose it's not out of the realm of possibility. That's fair. Uh, I will hand out the goggles I got from Kit to everyone. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to actually utilize uh, smoke bombs at any time, but just in case, I want to make sure that everybody is able to see. So put these in your pockets. All right. Yeah, that might come in handy while we're um, riding in, maybe. Yeah, I think if anyone's going to need them, it's going to be you and me for sure. But just in case, I wanted everyone to have a pair. Yeah, considering a key component of this plan hinges upon me being able to maintain uninterrupted eye contact, goggles might be a good idea. Yeah, hopefully um, once we get that far in, it won't be an issue, but God knows. As you're all having this conversation, the new door that Jake has hung on the hinges for the bathroom door opens, and Selena steps through. I think we're all set. Oh yeah, you pick a good set? Yeah, I took those pictures and I was able to find a matching one old barn down in South Texas. It'll take us maybe an hour of door hopping to get there. It's not anything close, but we'll get us there. That's awesome. Thank you so much. So what time is this shindig all kicking off? Her meeting starts at 10. Yeah. So we should make sure we're getting there right at the top of that so that you're present, but don't have to bullshit for too long. Yeah. Can I ask a question that I can't believe hasn't occurred to me until now? Kim, you might know this. Um, I don't know. But, like, Grandpa Nash stopped his timeline from happening. So Megan's with us and didn't turn into this champion, right? Who the hell did? This Nash didn't choose someone else to imbue all that power into. He chose himself. Oh, so the most dangerous person that we had ever met is now more of that. God, this had better go well tomorrow. Well, on the plus side, he is now no longer uh, gifted powers by a god. But unfortunately, he then gave it to Aiden. So, hmm. Yeah, but we're ready for that. <sighs> yep. So, Selena, they'll probably head out with you 8.30ish. And then... um. When you're going through the doorways and stuff, or when you're in like the space between, can you communicate in or out? Will we be able to communicate in or out? Oh, yeah. There's no really space between. It's just hoofing it through, you know, the various buildings to get from one door to another, outside into, you know, this part of town and down these stairs to another door, et cetera. <laughs> hoofing it. <laughs> How are we getting this horse to Texas? <laughs> I I've been to Texas. There's already a lot there. I don't think you. <laughs> there's already there's already horses. We don't need to be Tons of horses. You don't need to be Y O H. Just like this idea of having to go through this building and down this flight of stairs into this building to get to Texas to get to the door so that he can sprint through. Is he have to make it the whole way with us? Uh, no. I think that 
what you all were describing, at least for me, was that the arrival into Nash Tower was, you know, the nightmare and everybody kind of at a sprint. Uh, and so that's why Selena needed a double door so you had room, um, but to, you know, just have it walk to the location to then get into the sprint and burst through that last door, it can all be normal sized doors. So, so we could have used a normal sized door if we wanted to like open it and like have everybody kind of step back a little bit and like usher in the horse, have it duck, yeah. you know, like shoulder through, like, oh, yeah, excuse like me, sir, please step back a little more. Sides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would not have been nearly as impressive of an entrance. <laughs> so everybody hold on. Everybody hold on. Just, just hold on. Just give us a minute. Can you all close your eyes? Hold on. If this this might be better if you all leave the room this for a minute really and then cool. come back in. If if our tactic were bafflement, this would have worked. <laughs> well, one last future pizza. Pepperoni Magnifico. Pepperoni Magnifico. Pepperoni Magnifico. You know it, baby. Sure. Sounds great. So I think we roll forward time to the next morning. You've all had a good night's sleep. If you have any minor harm, you can heal it. Yes. And we find Tass in the park. It's about 7.30 in the morning at the location that he saw in the vision from Sweet Vendetta. And when you arrive, Sweet Vendetta is not alone. Princess Souffle is standing next to him. Aww. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, I will lead them to our meeting spot with Selena. All right. So we find all of you back at the subterranean lair. With the addition of a Pegasus and a Nightmare. Very crowded in here. <laughs> I duck under a wing. <laughs> when did the plan change? I didn't change. We just kind of upgraded our distraction. All right. I'm, I'm like, I'm like standing far off to the side, looking at the Nightmare, <laughs> holding <laughs> as still as possible and seeing how we are nowadays. <laughs> I, I am sending out those vibes again of just like thoughts of all of the things that I've been through with these people and just trying to convey that like these are people you can trust. Tass, real persuade an NPC. Oh no. <laughs> this will have a, a mechanical ramification in the sense of like you asked them, you, you cashed in a favor, they will help you. I think this is to see if they will help others if they see they are in danger as opposed to only paying off the debt to you. Okay, seven. So to win them over, you know, to get it so that they will help the others if there's an issue, not just necessarily help you, they demand food. They don't want pepperoni pizza. They are not against the idea of pizza, uh, but they want they want vegetables or fruits on it. No problem. And they want it from Jake. Oh. We're building a bridge. <laughs> I love pineapple on pizza, like a pineapple pepperoni pizza. So I love the mm. idea that Jake just brings in this like pineapple loaded pizza and I just sit with these two horses and we just eat pizza together. <laughs> uh, so Selena arrives at 830 to see the group of you sitting around eating with horses. <laughs> <laughs> Selena opens up the doorway that will lead the group of you on your hour long walk to get to those double doors. Whew. Um. I want to look at Kester and Tiresias. I just want to thank the both of you for all that you've done for us. Your help has been, well, we wouldn't have been able to do any of this without the two of you. I'm sorry that my tenure as the leader of this faction was so brief and that I'm leaving and going to leave such a mess for the two of you. Kester smiles and puts a hand on your shoulder. Good luck today. Thank you. If you do see Strom or Ozymandias again... Um, 
Will you let them know that I love them? Oh, I think they already know, <laughs> but I'll be happy to relay the message. Thank you. And I want to look at the rest of the group. It's a new day. Do we have anything else that we want to know before we go into this? I don't know what, unless there's a way to find out exactly where those hidden vampires are. Maybe if Nash shows up sooner than we expect him to, if there's a way out of that. It's the only thing I can think of that we haven't planned for. Okay. Are those the two questions that we want to go with? Yeah. All right. Tiresias, where are the hidden vampire guards located in Aiden Chambers' office? His eyes glow white and his voice booms out in this room. In the north and south corner of the office, there are deep shadows. Those shadows lead into smaller rooms. The whole floor of that office is a killing floor for those guards positioned behind the Gatlin guns. Okay, and Kester, in the event that Nash arrives sooner than expected, what is our best way out of that situation? Kester's eyes glow gold, and he is shifted again just slightly once the glow goes away. Whatever you do, if he knows you, don't let him see your face. If he recognizes you, knows you're here and not dead, you won't escape. Thank you. Selena calls out to the room. All right, all aboard. Yeah, as Tass and I and the horses, I guess, too, are, are <laughs> getting ready to go. Uh, I turn to Kim and I give her a hug. I hug her back. It's going to be all right. We've got a plan. Just go in being the leader of the House of Strom that you are. And don't forget that we've got your back. We're going to show up. We're going to do this. You're going to be great. And we're going to make it out. All right? I'm usually the one talking about future events with that level of certainty. Yeah, but like, it's going to work out. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Okay. Uh, I give Jake a hug. Be smart. Be safe. We'll see you soon. And we'll all get out of here. Uh, and I would like to roll the best laid plans. All right. Remind us once more what that move does. Okay. So when you work out a plan with someone, roll with mind. On a 10 plus, hold three. On a seven to nine, hold two. You can spend your hold one for one, regardless of distance while the plan is being carried out Two. Add plus one to someone's roll, and I can choose after rolling. Dismiss all harm someone suffers from a single hit. And ensure your people have the exact gear they need on hand. On a miss, hold one, but your plan encounters some disastrous opposition from the start. Nine. Woo. Um, can I try to help out? Sure, how so? So I'm realizing that there is one thing that I forgot to do this morning. I forgot to do a daily card pull for myself. And so as Megan is laying out this plan, I want to draw a card for myself. And it is the Ace of Wands, which is the ultimate yes card of pursuing opportunities and ideas. All right. So give a roll with Mortalis. So... That is a nine. Yeah, so I think that this counts. This bumps Megan up to a 10. Uh, but on your mixed success, you expose yourself to danger or entanglement or a cost. And I think your cost is that you have a minus one ongoing to blood. Because as you draw this card, right before you flip it, you get this very quick vision of a person standing in the middle of Aiden's office and being riddled by bullets from both sides. and. You can't lock in on who it is. Like the person changes and changes and changes and changes and it just kind of unsettles you in a way. Cool. All right. So Megan, you get a hold three. Excellent. Another question. Yes. Uh, would you consider this moment uh, an intimacy move between Kim and I? 
I would uh, if you'd like to ask a question of her. And I know that Kim gets something different. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think I just give her a hug and say, I know you're kind of uh, preoccupied with outcomes of the future. What are you most afraid of happening today? I'm afraid that the three of you aren't going to get back to where you need to be. I'm afraid that everything that we've done here is going to not have mattered if you don't make it back. Then let that be a reminder to make every move you make be with intention. We're going to make it out. Kim, your eyes glow white for a brief moment as you and Megan embrace, and you get this vision of her standing in Aiden Chambers' office. There is a fight going on, and something grabs her and shatters through the glass of the skyscraper and carries her out into the sky. I'm going to spend corruption to ask some questions about that vision. Okay, okay. How can Megan avoid being carried away out of this skyscraper? By trying not to appear as the most dangerous threat, especially with Aiden having seen her kill many of his men. Hmm. Okay. What was it that carried her away? From context clues, you imagine it was the gargoyle because it seemed like an invisible force. Gotcha. Uh, Megan, one quick thing. Um, yeah? I got another vision of you um, in Aiden's office getting carried out of the building by an invisible gargoyle. Aiden has seen what you can do. He has seen you kill all of those vampires in the vault. If he gets clear eyes on you and recognizes you as the biggest threat in the room, then those gargoyles are going to take you out of the situation. Oh, no. I thought they only went after magical things. Good to know, I guess, that that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. Well, thanks for the heads up. You're welcome. Since uh, Kim is both power and mortalis, uh, I can mark mortalis from that and it actually levels me up. Oh, nice. What are you going to take? I am going to take the move Chess Not Checkers from the Sworn playbook. And that is when you turn to violence with any kind of advantage, numbers, position, surprise, etc., add the following option to the list you can choose from on a 10+. plus. You force your target to choose a different option from their list. All right. Uh, what what do we know security to be like in... Uh, I, uh, why can't I think of anything but Stark Tower? What's this? Not Stark Nash Tower. Tower. Nash Tower. Nash Tower. Thank you. Uh, are we going to get patted down? Are there metal detectors? Is it more occult than that? Are you asking me? I don't know who else would know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Megan did scope the place out. Yes. Yeah, she did. She did see the building. So, so, ask so Megan, right. <laughs> Megan, you tell me right now. What did we? What did you learn about the security? Um, there is. It's none. fine. I just I, I passed the buck so that I could then have to give the answer anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. You you have to take everything off. It's <laughs> everything. Oh no! They're searching Every, everywhere. Everything. <laughs> the worst case TSA scenario. Uh, yes, there is absolutely security. Like you saw people going through machines, getting patted down, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, they're gonna search you. Okay. Um then I need to hand some things off to those of you who are not going to pass through security. Why? You don't want them to find an orbital strike on you? I'd prefer, I could I could hope that they don't know what it is, but I'd rather not. <laughs> I mean, it definitely looks like a gun, so. It does. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they won't take this plastic gun the wrong way. This is, this is my laser pointer for the cats. <laughs> Why is it shaped like a gun? It's not. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, what's a gun? <laughs> what's a gun? <laughs> Actually, I also carry a gun. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, are, you, are you keeping that gun? Uh, I okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I will hand off the orbital strike designator uh, and the doorknob to Tass and Megan. Um, but I will. I'll keep the gun because I want them. They're probably worried about us or you know wondering what's up, and I want them to feel like they accomplished something. So okay. I'll let them take the gun because I don't. I forgot I had it. I'm not going to use it. <laughs> uh, what about you, Kim? Is there anything you want to pass off? Yeah, it makes sense that I should probably unwrap the sensor from around my belt and give it to Megan. It's pretty concealable, but it's also silver, and I don't want to actively go into this meeting with a weapon. Yeah, I think that they probably just at a glance wouldn't notice, but if one of them like picked it up and it started burning their hands, <laughs> they'd probably have an idea of what it's yeah. made of. Yeah, Even just and- to be... Just to be safe, like, if there's anything that you don't want to chance not taking back with you. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good idea. Like, I don't want the vampires to confiscate my sensor. Okay, I'll actually just take all of them to have them in one place, and I'll, I'll tuck them away. Yeah, I'll give Tass a hug. Stay safe. That's not the job today. Be a big fucking distraction. That, I promise, I will do. Yeah, I think I, like, put both my hands on Tass's shoulders and look at him. There's been a long time coming. I think we got this. What about you? Yeah, I think so. I'll uh, give him a big hug. Love you, buddy. Love you too, man. We lost somebody today. We're not losing anymore. Let's get it done. We lost somebody? I look down at the burnt jacket I'm wearing and look back up to him. How? Doesn't matter. We're about to fix it. And I give him another squeeze in the hug and turn, head for the door. I give a wave to Kim and Jake and I step through as well. So Tass and Megan... Sweet Vendetta, Princess Souffle, and Selena all leave through the door as we watch Kim and Jake head out of the subterranean lair and into Jake's car, headed for Nash Tower. The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Now playing from Voyage Media. A naked woman picked up the recently decapitated head of a goat that had been sitting in a large silver-colored bowl. She held the goat's head high above hers, its dull black eyes staring emptily as she threw her black hair and allowed the blood to trickle down the front of her body. When the lights go down... What stories really stick with you? Presenting Fever Dreams, an anthology of dark genre stories, horror, crime, sci-fi. My eyes settled on a crystal piece, the only thing hanging on any of the walls. A man's face, set inside a raging sun. The eyes started to glow. Now playing from Voyage Media. In association with Seven Lamb Productions, creators of the hit audio drama Tower 4. A new descent into darkness in every episode. Season 1, 
of Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts.